It's so hard to keep up with all the changes in the social media world. What worked five years ago definitely doesn't work now. Heck, what even worked last month probably doesn't work now. Things like hashtags used to be the standard for getting discovered, but I'm sure you've heard now that keywords and SEO have taken the front seat for discoverability. Today, social media platforms are being used as search engines, especially by younger audiences, so it makes sense that we should be focusing on using the right keywords so that your content is not just seen by a wide audience but the right audience but how do you know what but how do you know what words are keywords and what on earth makes something optimized for search engines i'm kristen buscan i've been a full-time creator for over three years and i've brought in over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars from sponsored posts and content creation collaborations with brands so far social scoop is the podcast where we teach you the entrepreneurial creator to turn your online influence and creativity into a profitable self-sustaining business Today, I'm diving into exactly how you can use SEO and keywords on TikTok and Instagram so that all the time you spend on your content doesn't go to waste and it gets seen by the right people. This, my biz BFF, is Social Scoop. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 116 of Social Scoop Podcast. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here today. You have been following along with the journey of Chip, our foster dog, for so long now, and I'm so excited to tell you today that crossing our fingers everything works out, Chip is officially adopted! So exciting. He deserves the best. This is like the best news ever. Honestly, I was like losing hope for a little while because I was so surprised that everyone who meets him at all of our events and stuff loves him so much, but we were getting like no applications for him. So I'm so, so, so happy. He has a little doggy sibling. He's going to have the best life. So just crossing my fingers, everything works out. But yay, Chip! So exciting. This also means that our house is freed up a bit. And so next week, next week when you're listening to the next episode, there may or may not be another puppy in our home. More on that later. In the meantime, we've got some social media updates to talk about. First things first, Instagram launched a collaborative post option that allows other users to contribute to carousel feed posts. So the original creator of the feed post will be able to approve or reject submissions, and the post will only appear on the creator's timeline, not any of the contributors. The additions will have the individual contributor's handle, so you'll be able to see where each of these submissions actually came from, but they will still only appear, this post as a whole will only appear on the person who created the post timeline or their page. I actually actually really wish that there was an option for the people who are contributing to it to also share it as like a collab post, because I do think this would be a really great way to have people collaborate. I just can't at this point figure out why collab posts, we can't choose what the cover photo is going to be And this. I feel like there's so many cool features that they're having where like very like collaborative, but so many times I think people don't do collab posts because they're, they have like a very specific cover photo in mind, or maybe like it's a photo of one person, but it looks weird on the on the cover photo for the other person. I just wish we could customize this. Please tell me that I'm not alone. Do we still care about aesthetics of our Instagram feeds or is it just me? There's also some new updates to 
to reminders on Instagram. So previously we were only available to use this on in-feed placement. So if you had like an event coming up and you wanted people to be able to set a reminder for that event, you could create it in the in-feed post. Now you can actually add them to stories as well. So they're a great way to expand your engagement around special events, especially if you're someone who maybe has like a podcast that's coming out or uh, a sale that's happening with your products. This is a really great way to get people actually reminded that something is happening. So I'm actually going to start using this for the podcast and we're going to see how it goes and see if it does help with views. I'll let you guys know after I've been able to try it for a little bit, but I'm actually very excited about this. Instagram is also testing selfie videos in the notes section. I say this every time we talk about notes. I do not have this feature. Um, And I remember actually reaching out to a contact that I have at Meta who said that it's only available for personal accounts. So if you have like a business or a creator account and you don't have notes, that makes sense. Um, So that is something that like for me is just kind of irrelevant because I think so many of us have business or creator accounts. um, And so I just haven't been able to use any of these notes features or notes in general. Instagram is also testing a new feed for stories called Nearby, which would highlight content from users and businesses in your area. I personally get so bugged out by this kind of stuff where it shows people and like, like on Snapchat where you can see the people that are around you and like see them on a map. I think that's so sketchy and so dangerous. And listen, I, I ain't shit. Okay. I'm fully aware that like I'm small time, but I still do not like the idea of any followers of mine that I don't know knowing where I am on a map. I just think this is weird. I don't like it. I wish we could just not do this because it's freaky and the internet is sketchy, guys. We know this. So it's just a test for now. We'll have to see what actually comes of this, but I will be turning this off. Sorry, I don't want people to be able to just find me on the internet. Thank you so much. If you're still using Threads, Threads is adding the ability to post polls and GIFs. So they're adding some options to make Threads a little bit more interactive, which I really love. I think GIFs, especially like on a platform where it is very word-based I think is huge because like there's just so much potential for using like snarky witty gifts so I love that they're also working on a feature that will let you automatically add your threads post to your Instagram story so instead of you manually having to go add it to the story it would just automatically post there I honestly don't know a ton about what it's going to look like, but I think this is a really great way for meta slash Instagram to start getting people back on threads. And let me tell you, maybe this is just me, but listen, I am someone who loved threads. Like when it first came out for the first few weeks, I was in there like a thousand times a day. I loved it there. Okay. And then everyone fell off and I fell off and i never went back. However, I really, really, really have been enjoying how Instagram has been putting in like sections when I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed where I can see recent threads posts and I have to click on it to see the full thing because it's serving me perfect content. Like I don't know what kind of algorithm they're using to pick the threads posts that they're going to show me, but it's doing such a great job of showing me exactly what I would want to see on threads that I have actually been popping in there to read stuff very often. So I'm really interested to see if these features 
features where they do kind of like entangle threads a little bit more with Instagram actually make people get back on the app because I think it has so much potential, but it was just for whatever reason, we just all were not ready to get on another app and stay there. So I'm, listen, I still have hope for threads. Moral of the story, I'm still interested. Just do something that's going to get me there. That's all I have to say. We'll see what happens. Speaking of Instagram, it's pretty clear by our news every week that Instagram and TikTok especially are having so many new features come out. And one of the newest things that we've seen in this year, 2023, is SEO and keywords. And while it's not really new, I think people this year are just really starting to care about it. And there's so much stuff to figure out here. So today we're going to be unraveling everything you need to know about SEO and keywords on Instagram and TikTok. So let's dive right into it. The first thing you may be asking is what the heck even is SEO? What are keywords? Why are they important? So let's unpack that first because I think it's really important for you to understand that before we dive into like the nitty gritty of how you can rank and where to use keywords and all that fun stuff. SEO is short for search engine optimization. This is where you are optimizing your content so that it can be found more easily in search engines. And when we think of search engines, we think of Google, maybe even Pinterest as a search engine. But in recent years, especially in the last couple of years, Instagram and TikTok have become search engines as well because so many of us, you know, if we're going to a new city, we might type in, you know, Austin, Texas food, Austin, Texas restaurants or whatever it is because we want to search on Instagram. We want to search on TikTok because we want to see the content that people are sharing on social media platforms for wherever we're going or whatever we're doing or whatever we're looking for. So that's one of the things that we've seen happen so much more frequently, which is why it's so important for you to understand SEO and actually start to master it. Keywords are just the words that you're using that people are typing into a search engine. So like they're typing into Google or they're typing into the Instagram or TikTok search box. What word are they putting in or what phrase are they putting in? That is a keyword. Now, the reason why they're so important overall, yes, is discoverability. If you're someone who is not using keywords, what you're doing is you're letting people who are using keywords come up so much higher in the search engine results. And so you're doing yourself a disservice by not utilizing keywords. So when you are using them, it's going to help people find you and your content more easily, more quickly, and more frequently. When it comes to search engine optimization on Instagram and on TikTok, I think one of the most important things to talk about first is where to actually be using these keywords. Because you're like, yeah, Kristen, okay, like I'll get the keywords, but like, what do I do with them? Instagram and TikTok actually both have very similar ways of using keywords, but there's some things that are a little bit different on TikTok than they are on Instagram. So let's talk about that first. When you are on Instagram, there are four really important places that you want to use keywords. First things first is your Instagram headline. And people get confused by this very often because they're like, which, where is this? How do I find this? What's actually, you know, my headline? What's considered my headline? When you go onto your bio, right above your bio, you're going to see a bold line right there. It will be bold, whatever you type in there. So I think mine right now says Kristen. It has like a little disco ball emoji. And then it says online business mentor 
mentor or something along those lines. So that is my headline. Right below it is my bio. We all know what the bio is. But the big difference between your headline and your bio, your headline carries a lot more weight. And you can be reminded of this because the headline is bold. Just think of it like a heavier weight font. Okay, it holds more weight. So for example, if you are a fashion creator, if you're taking the keyword fashion and you're putting it in your bio, you're going to come up likely lower than someone who has that in their headline. So when you think about what are the most important, the most relevant keywords, you want to take those keywords and put them in your headline versus your bio. This also means that you don't need to repeat keywords in your headline and your bio. So you don't need to put fashion in your headline and fashion in your bio because if it's in one, then it's it's doing the job that it needs to be doing. So your headline, arguably, I think for profile discoverability is the most important place that you can put your strongest keywords, your bio coming in second. And actually on TikTok, this is very, very similar. Your headline does not show up in the same place on TikTok, but when you are on your profile on TikTok and you look all the way at the top of the screen above your profile picture, you're going to same thing, see a bolded line of text that you can type in there, you know, maybe your first name and then whatever keywords or whatever you want to name yourself. And that's your headline. It also holds the most weight. So these are two very, very important places to put your most important keywords. Another thing to be reminded of, just a side note with headlines is the headline is what's going to show up when you're DMing with people. So for example, if you were to just put like, you know, fashion creator in your headline, people may not know who they're messaging with because it doesn't say your name in there. So I would highly suggest at least having your first name in your headline and then putting whatever text you want to use to identify yourself and to have your keywords in there. But keep in mind that is how people are going to identify you even when they're DMing with you. Aside from your bio and headline, it's also very important to put keywords in your captions um, and then also in your actual video. So captions is actually like a really great place for you to kind of like shove in as many keywords as you can. The best thing in my opinion to do is put these keywords in in a way that feels very organic. Like instead of just typing in a bunch of keywords and pasting them in there, make the keywords into work in the sentences that you're already typing in, you know? So if there's a way that you're saying something that maybe has like slang in it and you can replace that slang for a term that's like more searchable, that would be a really great example of like how to use keywords in a way that's really smart and effective versus just pasting like a paragraph of them at the end of a caption. So in Instagram and TikTok, caption text is going to be very important, arguably more important on TikTok because if you type in a search term on TikTok, videos are going to pop up before profiles are. And so you want your videos to always have really great keywords included. Yes, in the caption, but also next thing we're going to talk about in the actual video. So that might be your closed captioning, the words that you're speaking, and then they're getting translated into your closed captioning. But also when you are typing out text and putting that in Instagram on your video or in TikTok on your video, that is very, very important. And this is one of the reasons why people say that, you know, you should use the Instagram editor when you're making reels versus making your text an InShot is because Instagram will be able to recognize the text 
text that you're typing in and count those as keywords so that you can come up in more search results. So when you are taking a video from Instagram and repurposing it to TikTok or vice versa, I would really suggest whenever possible to take the text off of the video, like have the video with no text on it, and then have in TikTok the video you type the, t- the text out and then in Instagram separately you type the text out. And yes, it's a lot more work, but also this is the best way to make sure that you're going to actually come up in search results based on the text that you're typing on in the video. One thing that TikTok does that we've never seen any sort of confirmation that Instagram does, they actually count the spoken words as keywords as well. So even if you're, for example, not using closed captioning and you're speaking keywords, TikTok can actually recognize the words that you're saying and count those as keywords as well, which is kind of wild if you think about it. Again, this is not something we've ever seen confirmed that Instagram can do, so I wouldn't rely on it. But this is something that we have seen confirmed that TikTok can actually do that's a little bit different from Instagram. So just to recap, most importantly for profile discoverability would be your headline, and then secondary would be your bio. When it comes to actual content discoverability, captions, as well as your in-video text, your closed caption, and then on TikTok, your in-video spoken word as well. Those are all going to be the best places to actually use keywords. But how do you actually rank on those keywords? So you're using the keywords, but how do you make sure that you're actually going to show up in the search results? There are a few things to just kind of keep in mind here. The two most important being profile popularity as well as user activity. Popularity is a tough one because as we're all fully aware, even if you're doing everything possible, like you still can have videos that are just bombing all the time, right? And that sucks because like your, your likes, your comments, your shares, all that stuff is going to be lower than you would like it to be. And so I don't really want to focus on this whole like idea of popularity. Yes, in a lot of situations, videos that have more views are going to show up further up in the search results, uh, especially obviously if you are filtered them that way. But I don't want to focus on this because there's only so much we can do there, right? And obviously, we're not making videos to make them, you know, bomb. Like we want them to be popular. User activity, I think, is a lot more important for you to understand. So first things first, accounts and hashtags that the user interacts with rank higher than others. So if you are someone who is constantly interacting with a certain type of content or with a certain profile uh, or with a certain keyword or hashtag, you're going to see that that content ranks higher in your search results than others. And so as a as a creator, there's not really anything you can do because if this is solely based on the way that your audience is actually utilizing the app, which is, you know, frustrating. There's not really anything you can do about that. Um, but it is important for you to understand, right? Also, if you have mutual followers with the person who is searching, you are going to come up higher in search results. You'll basically see when you type in something and like someone comes up in the search results, 
a lot of the times those first few are going to be people that you have mutual follows with and you'll know because it will also say followed by and then it will show your mutual follows there. So when you follow more people and more people follow you, you are going to come up higher in search results. And this is kind of going along with the popularity thing. Like people who have more followers are going to obviously come up in more search results because more people follow them. That's more of a chance that you're going to have a mutual follow um, and show up higher in those actual search results. But probably the biggest question that you have right now about search engine, SEO, optimization is how to actually find the keywords, right? Okay, we understand where to use them. We understand how it ranks, like we get it, why they're important. But how do we actually find those keywords um, that are going to be good to use, right? There are a few different methods that I use that I'm going to share with you today, there are so many ways to do this. There are also like a ton of different paid platforms as well. I'm going to talk about the free ways to do it today because we're always loving a free tip. Uh, However, there are a lot of paid options that will probably make this a lot easier and less time consuming. Uh, So, you know, use use your best judgment if you want to have another business expense or not. The first thing that I like to do is First, I'll think of a term that's like a really basic term for me that might be the word creator monetization or the phrase creator monetization, because that's obviously what I come and talk to you guys about. So I'm going to take a term that I already use all the time. Again, this might be like if you're thinking of like a winter styling video, you could literally type in winter style, like use your best judgment. What would someone type in to, you know, Google to find your page or find your content? and take that keyword as just like a basic starting place. Search for that term that you can just think of off the top of your head. And then, and when you're on TikTok in the search bar searching for this, you're going to scroll down until you see this little block of of boxes. And it's going to say others search for. And you're going to take note of these terms because they are terms that other people have searched for that are related to the term that you typed in. So let's use that example that I had just mentioned creator monetization. When I search that on TikTok and scroll down to that area where the boxes are, it shows me the following related keywords, creator monetization apps, TikTok monetization 2023, how to apply for monetization on TikTok, and there were a bunch more, but those are just a few of the examples. Each search that you have like in these little search boxes that come up are going to bring up eight results. And you so you can actually on TikTok keep scrolling in that area. And what will happen is more search results will come up in those boxes, different search results. So you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and see more, which I think is super helpful. And you can kind of just create like a notion document of all of the keywords that you can just pull from when you're creating your content. The other really cool thing about this, and I actually use this incredibly often when I feel like I'm running out of content ideas. These related keywords are things that people are actively searching for. Create videos that are solely based on these keywords. So for example, the one that came up for me, creator monetization apps, I can make a video that's five creator monetization apps that you've never used. And that's my video using that keyword 
perfectly. Creator monetization apps. Also, you know, TikTok monetization 2023. I could create a video that's um, top your five top tips for TikTok monetization in 2023. These are totally fresh ideas that maybe I've never posted about. Maybe I even have posted about them, but the keyword is phrased a little bit differently. This is a great way to figure out what to post. Like this is my go-to when I am out of ideas. You can do actually almost the same thing on Instagram. It's not exactly as easy and I don't think it comes up with as great results, but it is definitely an option. When you go to the search bar on Instagram, you start typing in that search bar. As you're typing, search terms are going to pop up. So for example, when I go on Instagram in the search bar and I type in influencer tips, before I hit enter or anything, it's literally going to auto-populate different options for me. So it gave me travel influencer tips, fashion influencer tips, and influencer marketing tips. So those are three different keyword phrases that I can use in my upcoming content if I'm talking about, you know, influencer tips or whatever. And that can be a really great option for me to either create content around or mention in the caption or in the video or, you know, in my headline or my bio if I am looking for new keywords to put in those places. What you can also do on Instagram or TikTok is you can search a keyword. You can take any of these keywords that you come up with or that basic one that you started with and scroll to like the tags page where you can see the hashtags. From there, you're going to see hashtags and their usage. So you'll be able to tell which hashtags are actually popular hashtags that people are using and looking at. So this is a really great way to pull those words or phrases to use as search terms. So you don't have to use them as a hashtag. If I searched creator monetization and um, creator monetization tips came up in the hashtag section, I could just type creator monetization tips in my caption somewhere. I don't have to use it as a hashtag. That's just a really great way for me to utilize that term um, without feeling like I have to use 30 hashtags. And the last thing that I do, and this is actually something I do just for general search engine optimization, even outside of social media. For example, when I'm putting together the podcast titles, um, I will use YouTube. If I type in a search term in the YouTube search bar, I will take note on how those phrases that come up are actually worded. So for example, today we're talking about SEO and keywords. If I typed in SEO, keywords, social media, or anything like that, what I actually came up for with for this episode was how to use SEO on Instagram and TikTok. And that was something that came up high in the search results on tic- on YouTube as I was typing these in. So this is a really great option when you are outside of social media looking for options or you know making a YouTube video. But also, I think these keywords are also very popular on TikTok and Instagram. So they are for sure options. There are three big questions that I very often often hear that are related to SEO and keywords. And I wanted to give you a quick FAQ section. First things first, do hashtags also work as keywords? We were kind of just talking about this. You do not need to type in a keyword as a hashtag for it to work. Um, And so this kind of combats that, you know, giant chunk of hashtags that you have at the bottom of your, you know, captions and things like that. You don't need to use them as hashtags. Tags. 
on the opposite end, do you need to put all of your keywords like listed at the bottom of your captions with commas between them? I've seen a lot of people do that as well. Yes, technically it works because the keywords are in the caption. Like, yes, I get that. However, I think it's not like super good look. I think a lot of people, this is like an ick for a lot of people. And so I would really suggest when you are using keywords to answer your first and second question here about hashtags or listing them at the bottom, find ways to organically fit them in your caption. I think that's the most natural way to do it. It feels the the least icky. Like it is just the way that makes the most sense and looks the best and feels the best for your audience. So when you're writing your captions, write them strategically. You know, this is the same as writing a blog post that's going to go into Google search results. You're going to want to put really great keywords in there so that you can show up in those Google search results. This is no different. Stop writing shitty captions, write better captions that have a lot of keywords in them and actually help you with discoverability, period. Next question, last question, that is a very popular FAQ that I see a lot of people talk about. Should you use alt text? So if you've never heard about this before, When you go into a post, you will see in your advanced options that there is an option for alt text. And basically what this is, is actually um, for accessibility, for people who might be blind and are scrolling Instagram, it will actually be able to read out to them the words that are in the alt text area. So you might put, um, you know, if it's a picture of you in front of a brick building, you could put influencer wearing, you know, a black midi dress with Doc Martin combat boots styled with a, you know, purse, whatever. I'm doing a really bad job at this, but uh, in front of a brick wall, etc. And so that is to help people who cannot use Instagram the same way as someone who has great vision can. And so the issue is that a lot of people started to use alt text as like, ooh, I can just shove a bunch of keywords in there and it will help come up in search results. And while that might be true, it also completely deteriorates the experience for those who need that accessibility feature because when they're reading through your post to someone who needs that option for accessibility, they're just reading a bunch of keywords. It doesn't actually say what's in the photo. Like it's not helpful. And so I think strategically, yes, it can work. It's a place for you to put keywords, but you are completely deteriorating the Instagram experience for people who need that as an accessibility feature. So I personally do not do this. I think it's kind of fucked up, honestly. Um, But do what you will with that information. If you made it all the way to the end, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot to say this at the beginning of the episode. Happy second birthday to Social Scoop Podcast. The podcast has officially been live for two freaking years. Crazy. We've only missed a few weeks. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so proud of you for coming and listening every week. We've gone through so many changes with this podcast and I'm just so happy with where it is today. So thank you so, 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 so much for being here every week and listening in. If you want to give us a birthday gift, I'm just saying a five-star review with like a really beautifully written paragraph about how much you love us would literally make my whole life. So if you need to, there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week. Bye.